Friday night. Yo, yo. All right, and we can chop it up. Okay. Um, we just gonna run it hot like we always do. Welcome back. Yes, me. All right, so we're doing the Queers and Qualms uh, intermission, interlude, sidebar. It's been a month since you guys last heard from us. Um, we've been all over the world. We've been doing a ton of fun things, but we didn't want the dry, hot season to go by. We couldn't let Pride go by without doing a quick little bonus episode for our listeners. So I am Sajara Eubanks, your co-host of Queers and Qualms. And of course, we got my girl. Introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? It's yes. Um, and we're back. We love uh, everything about season one, and we love the listeners. We love the feedback, and so we're back for some more content. Um, after season one, we were taking a break, traveling the world, fighting, getting signed for fights. So this is this is just a little recap about what we've been up to and some of the stuff that we're gonna be up to in the next year, and also, of course, pride. There's been a lot going on and a lot of stuff to talk about. So, yeah, we just – let's talk about it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Pride 22, um, one of the stops – we'll start with, with our travels. Our first stop since the last time we saw you guys was Egypt. We took a Eubanks family trip yes. to Egypt. Um, real quick, guys, what was your favorite part? We got a lot of footage on that. We can't wait to post all the videos and pics and stuff. Yeah. How dope was Honestly, that? everything about that trip was just, like, insane – like beyond words i don't even have the words to describe how like crazy that trip was like one of my favorite parts really was just all of the history we had an amazing tour guide his name was muhammad and he took us to a bunch of temples and tombs and and just monuments and just gave us so much knowledge about um you know, ancient Egyptian, like, history and culture. And we literally stood by at the bottom of the pyramids of Giza and put our hands on 3,000-year-old pyramids. Crazy. Like, like it, it was insane. Crazy, Honestly, crazy. That, was, that was one of my favorite places I've ever been. And I've traveled a lot. And, like, as a Black person... Like, there's yeah. nothing like yeah. seeing the beginning of, like, civilization. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it was, like, one of my favorite parts was the history and the knowledge, too. It was, like, just learning so much about how the ancient Egyptian culture affected modern-day culture. Like, from uh, religion, there were common denominators across multiple religions, um, uh, democracy, uh, trade, um, engineering, art. art. Uh, language, uh, invention, like paper, plumbing, like, you know, it was a full thriving, legitimate, bought, like, like dominant civilization for hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years. Yes. And, and, and this, this stuff was built like 4,000 years ago. It was insane. Like people just pushed these rocks into place. Nuts. I couldn't wrap my brain about it. It was amazing. nuts. We didn't have, they didn't have no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. No, no, uh, no electricity. No to do that shit. There was nothing. It, no electricity. One of the things that really kind of um, amazed me was at, in the tombs and at the temples, like there was hieroglyphs on every single stone. Yeah. Not, and, and I'm talking hundreds of feet high yeah. hieroglyphs on 
every single stone inside and out. Yeah. This building, this huge. Yeah. And it was just like the, the attention to detail, like crazy. the precision. They knew exactly what they're doing. And you still got dumbass niggas <laughs> talking about some aliens came Which and built the Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Y'all wish. Y'all wish. And it was. It, and, and what made it crazy was, like, it was chiseled in. Yeah. Y'all, it was chiseled in and painted. Like, who had, you know, like, who had the time? Full color. <laughs> full color. Like, people, Just, like, imagine a full-cover tatted person, head to toe. Like, that's how their buildings were. Every building. I mean, every temple, every tomb. It was insane. Um, definitely a really awesome trip. I think we all would love to go back. Um, can't wait to share with you all some more of that footage. I'm the family video editor, so it'll take me <laughs> some time to get that out. But we love that about me. Around this time next year, <laughs> you'll you'll see our Egypt recap. <laughs> I got it going. I got a draft. I got my outline. I got my my video. My files all chopped up, ready to go. Um, yeah. So that was that was the first stop. Um, we got back from Egypt. We had some um, fight news. Um, I got back from Egypt. Um, for those of y'all who have been following, I was supposed to fight Marina Morose on July 7th. As soon as I got back from Egypt, we found out that that fight was moved to September 17th. So we still got Marina Morose already rock and roll September 17th. The location gives me TBD. So the UFC usually for last year, anytime it's TBD, it's usually in Vegas. But I'm this year, COVID's over, and the cards are starting to get around. It's over. It's over. It's over for me. Yeah, well, I don't. I haven't heard any of this news, so I'm excited to hear where so, it's at. Well, me too, and I really do have my fingers crossed. Like I've been praying every day that we get somewhere that's East Coast, like somewhere. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. Somewhere like Florida, New York, Maryland. Um, yeah. I fought in early in my career. Y'all used to come up all the time. I fought in Utica, Rochester, New York yep. City. Like those really fights know. were always massive because so many of our family members could come out. So I'm really like, please TBD that joint somewhere off of 95. I'll, I'll let I'll let Dana White know. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Let we're good. <laughs> so that was fun. And then so um, signed. You've signed a fight. Yeah, so um, I'm back in action. For those of you, I think last time I fought was in May. It was right around when we dropped, like, the season finale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm fighting again at the same promotion, Warriors Cup, up in New York City. I'm fighting for another title belt, which, um, update for those of you who may not know, I won the first title belt. Oh, <laughs> so this is another title shot at a different weight class. So this is going to be a real fun one. Uh, I think it's going to be a real, it's going to be a real battle. I really enjoyed fighting at Warriors Cup the first time. And so I was like, man, why not go back and for another really great opportunity. And this is all just kind of uh, sharpening up before I head to Worlds in um, new location for Worlds in Wales. Yeah. So um, that's happening in November. So I was really excited. So we got July 29th for me. Sarge is up September seventeenth. Oh. Then I've got uh, I've got Worlds in November shortly after. So we've been active in the fight world and the fight scene, raising money, getting getting our lives together, and really enjoying it and really enjoying the process. And I think obviously the result is going to going to speaks for themselves. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, and little links in the bio right now. 
our uh, links to the bio. I say it all the time. For those of y'all listening on Spotify or YouTube, we're going to have links. You can still um, go to Yasmin's GoFundMe or even better, get yourself a Yasmin walkout t-shirt. Yes, the bully. Um, anybody in New York, New Jersey, come out and support. July 29th is real close right there in Queens. Um, we also got Smash Sisters tees. We got Queers and Palms merch. So make sure y'all get some merch because all of the proceeds to the merch um, you know, UFC pays. Yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> so I do get a chunk, but I'm definitely trying to give a lot of that proceeds to get Yasmin uh, getting her martial arts career going. Because um, as an amateur, it's tough. You got to get your way there. You got to get your coaches there. Um, so if you want to support either one of us, make sure y'all grab some merch. Um, get some sure. more belts. Um, and yeah, so that's our that's our fight updates. Uh, make sure y'all follow us, and we'll be posted up on all the results. And we gotta get, we gotta get. Yes, me. I'm slacking again with the. We gotta get a highlight reel from your last fight. Uh, oh wait. yeah, we gotta get that. I'll be trying not to like post kind of my highlights because I know I'll be people be peeping me, but <laughs> it's all good. I like. I mean, who we'll, we'll post? That, who we'll post my highlights? We gotta get some. That's true. Look, as a as a fighter, I keep my film close to the chest. I be trying to keep it close, never let the spar footage leak. <laughs> so I get yeah. it as smart, you know. But for me, I was like, the people want to. Y'all got to see. Listen, yeah, y'all got to see. Yeah. Y'all got to see old girls head get knocked back. We might have to give them a little. <laughs> I got. We gotta at least post a photo up or something. When I edit it, we try to put a little. He has mean punch in there. <laughs> <laughs> So can't Definitely. wait to get that done. We'll, we'll throw another belt on the wall um, and make sure y'all stay posted um, with our fight news. Um, and of course, Queers and Qualms, we can't have Queers in our podcast name and not talk about Pride Month. It's Pride 2022. It's Pride. Uh, last yeah. week of the month, how was your Pride, Yaz? What's up? You know, my Pride was interesting. My Pride was very like the whole month of june has been kind of crazy for me um for some of you guys who don't know i still work full time for like the government so <laughs> not not really the government but you know you i'm working I'm, I'm getting this capitalism thing so i've been really busy at work in general but i've been trying to really get out and support the pride community so i went to dc pride this year which is like i think my I think the first time I went to DC Pride, I think I was with you. I was like fifteen or sixteen, and I've gone every year since. Yeah, it was your first time, time it was me that year. I think yeah, that was my first Pride. Well, lit. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, cool. and so um, I always see a bunch of people who I haven't seen in a long time because I am a Maryland native, but everybody be out of DC. So all so I saw a bunch of people from high school that um i haven't seen in a while and i saw some i mean i saw some beautiful women oh, and men too everyone was just out there feeling the vibes loving each other and dancing we were shaking some ass drinking some alcohol you know you know how i be in dc pride so i really felt like this year was a, a really it was a chill year but it was fun because last year um covid and everything kind of shut down the pride festival and the parade so this year i think people definitely came out he was definitely out to support oh, yeah. and support and just be out in the streets being gay. And I really love that. So I had a fun like pride weekend, the weekend I went out and then always um, wearing my rainbows all month. For me, pride is year long. Year long. Year long. Every day is pride for me. I'm, I'm gay every day. Every so, day. Hello. You know? Hello. Hello. <laughs> 
it's just extra fun in June. <laughs> extra fun. No, June just makes it extra fun, extra, extra lit. It's like, you know, it's like, I tell people Pride Month is like spring break for gays. It's like, <laughs> spring break. Like, we're just going to get every day. But, yo, Pride Month is like, you can really let your freak flag fly. I mean, that's what I love about it, too. I remember some of my first Pride parades. I came out a little later. I didn't come out until I was 22, which is late nowadays. Like, nowadays, you know, kids y'all age, been on 12 it's younger you know i've seen some kids um i work with kids and i'm seeing kids in middle school age i saw a little boy no older than like seven years old with his little pride shirt on it was a rainbow oh, it said pride it's a period boo really? also i work at a theater so yeah so probably- <laughs> theater kids be you know you know the, the gays be in the theater so have <laughs> <laughs> propensity yeah. Oh yeah, so it's been yeah, it's it's been it's real lit. I went to New York Pride this year. I didn't get to DC. Right. Um, I remember that year we went. Uh, I can't believe I forgot that was our first year. Um, of all the prides I've been to, I've been to prides. I, I've been to a couple of different cities, but New York. So I got love hate relationship with New York like very much. I can't stand New York, but I love New York Pride, bro. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. New Yorkers, I'm sorry. Y'all know why. You got to be from New York to love New York, I think. Yeah. Um, I love visiting. Love visiting. Short periods of time. Love visiting. In, uh, New York is fun as hell for like two days. Day three, I'm like, I got to get out of here. You got to have a reason. <laughs> you can't just be in New York just to be in New York. Yeah. Going to this thing, thing. like some people can just go to New York. I feel like you have to be a New Yorker to just go to New York, right? No one just go, just let me see what's happening. Nah, I'm all right. Yeah, New York is something you gotta be specifically going to. But one of my favorite reasons for going to New York, other than seeing my baby, is going to Pride. So that's like um, one of my most favorite favorite things to do. Um, New York Pride Parade gets pretty lit. And I know a lot of our listeners are, are probably also queer. So what's up, y'all? But I had a lot of allies. Being, you know, in the MMA community, there are a lot of heterosexual people. I don't know why. The numbers shocked me. I thought there'd be a lot more um, gays over here. But um, I had a couple of people ask me this year, like, what's it like? Can I go? And I'm like, yeah. Like, Pride is the one place. Yeah. That you- <laughs> a is not for ally, but still, there's a plus sign. <laughs> the A is not for ally, that is for some else. But you can come. Like, that's one of the cool parts about Pride, y'all. Like, I don't even, I don't think I've ever even seen anybody get into a fight in Pride. Like, how many parades and no. festivals and stuff? I've never seen a fight. Never. It's too I have seen some niggas doing dumb shit like shooting BB guns and stuff, but <laughs> that's DC. That's DC. No, no, yeah, kind of sometimes being ghetto. So yeah, okay. not just here. Everybody just chilling, I'm chilling. You know, time. I think Joe Jonas performed. That that was cool. Nice. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, okay. Joe Jonas looked nice. I don't know. Thought he was an actor. I don't know. Um. <laughs> It was cool. We had a little performance at our joint. We went to bait. Oh, the other, I can't forget the best part about uh, Pride for me is also my pride anniversary. How did I forget that? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, everybody knows now, but I'm in a relationship and my girlfriend and I met at Pride last year. So that was one of the big reasons. Hmm? I did not know you to oop that time, but uh, you did it yourself. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to be playing wingman that weekend. We were supposed to be playing wingman for each other. We were. And um, 
I did not throw you the oop. You slid on that one yourself. Oop, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did sit on that one. I mean, we did. We I thought I thought that was great wingman, and honestly, I was like, shit, Yasmin's a good yo. Yasmin's a yo. Yasmin's a wingman, dog. Yasmin, I walked in. The, I was like, is yo, Yasmin? Let me tell you something. You the wingman, dog. I'm good now. But <laughs> you listening. Just means a wingman, dog. <laughs> just means a yeah. magnet, boy. Just me was pulling like three press girls over at a time. I was like, oh, I got options. <laughs> I was like, this is my sister, y'all. She really the cool one, for real. <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed it. But hey, I'll take it. Hell, yeah, we had a blast at that pool party last year. This year was a little bit more chill, but we had a good time. And I ain't going front. I kind of was like, so if I was single and went without you, I'd have been blown. But we went as a couple, me and my girl, we had a good time. Yeah, it seemed like it was a couple situation. So I stayed home. (laughs) I stayed home. I threw a, uh, we threw a little uh, celebration um, at my house. So, yeah. yeah. The Eubanks, the Demonia's house party, they're pretty lit too. Demonia's house party, they're pretty lit. We had a good old time. We had a good old pride. We had a good old pride. Yeah. Um, I really like pride in general. And I really do. I do think that, you know, we should keep the energy going throughout the year. And a lot of us gays, we do. We're unapologetic. And one of the best things I like about pride is that, you know, it's a safe space for you to, for, for people to just express themselves in a way that they maybe hadn't been able to um during the other months of the year so luckily for us in me in particular like I'm in a safe place where the people around me are really accepting of me and my lifestyle but for people who don't have that like grace it it is a place where people can come wear whatever they want shake their ass hit on people and and just like have a good time without feeling like they need to look over their shoulder that they're Mm -hmm. being judged so it's it's a really great place to just it, it feels like a lot of love. Yeah, and, and it, I, it I really no, it is. It really is, and it's a place to like get comfortable. Like even every year, like like I, every year at Pride, I like want to get. I'm like, how can I get any gayer? But like I do, I want to like <laughs> like I want to like get more rape. Like it does. It kind of revives you, and it's kind of like I I feel like I look gay enough, but it does make me want to like. They make me want to like run with a flag out my car window and like you know just talk my horn loud. It does. It makes you like it's a really safe space and I love it. it's a very familial place. Like um, I've brought my daughter out to Pride before. Like you see kids out there and I think it's a because it is so. Um, it really is safe. Like it, there's few instances during Pride where you feel like someone's gonna judge you. Like because mm-hmm. everyone is literally doing whatever they want. It's like. Like the word, like it turns into a freak show, but in the most like love, like so the world like, most loving freak show ever. Like everybody's like, yes, movie. get it. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Everyone is like, everyone's sizing you. Like <laughs> someone's gonna tell you look good. Sure. Like if you want your confidence boosted, come and cry. Sure. Like and, and after after a really Don't long good. good good month, busy month. For everyone I think in general just grinding I think everybody grinding you know it's the summertime everybody everybody kind of uh doing their thing we we, we had some unfortunate news um in the past couple of 
days. I think last week it was, um, we heard the news about the Roe versus Wade. And I would be like, damn, it would happen yeah. during Pride Month. Not exactly. And and it this is not necessarily a queer topic, but it definitely affects queer people and all people, really. And I don't think people understand how, like, mm-hmm. how much it affects the general population. It's not just women right. who want to have kids. It's all women and mm-hmm. and not all people who can reproduce that may not be women it affects so many things and unfortunately mm-hmm. we had to get the news that that it was that Roe versus Wade was overturned and for those of you who are unfamiliar that basically is just giving states the right to ban abortion um which mm-hmm. <clears throat> a bunch of white get cisgendered men um actually <laughs> one black one but good he's still a cracker that's the cracker to me personally am i allowed to say that <laughs> it's, <good. laughs> uh, it's still june <laughs> Do what you want. It, it, yeah, it is really sad. It's to me. It's kind of. I. It kind of almost, honestly, God hasn't sunk in yet. I'm like, that's just not happening. Like sometimes it's like, like we're in a twilight zone. Like I still can't figure out why. First of all, I still can't figure out why it's such a hot button topic in 2022. I just can't figure out why what someone else is the what someone else does with their own body needs to be regulated and voted into law like not only like clarence thomas and the justices on the supreme court being the rednecks that they are right but there are so many people in this country that are so anti-abortion that it kind of creeps me out like 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 what else do you want to control of someone else and why does it bother you so much and how did the propaganda of abortion work so well like who wrote the propaganda machine on abortion because it got into some people's heads like so deep that they really be like seriously arguing outside over what some whole other person is doing at the doctor's office it drives me crazy it really is and the crazy thing about it is like it's white women i'm sorry (laughs) But I'm not, because <laughs> that's just the reality of it, because, like, and the reason why I say that this affects so many people that not are not just straight, cisgendered women who want to have kids, or, like, you know, it's not just, oh, uh, I was irresponsible, I got pregnant, and now I want to abort the child. There's so many different circumstances w- in which abortion it is should be an acceptable like, and, and that's my stance on it. And I will say it like I am pro-choice. And if you're not okay, whatever. <laughs> but like, if you're not had a baby, so like if you're not, then. If then go get pregnant if you can, and then do your. If you're not like, how can you be pro? That's like, how could you be pro anything anybody else? That's like me being like, uh, I'm but anti my is, like, open you're heart. Not pro-life. You're not pro life because if you were pro life, 
why uh, as soon as the baby is born nobody cares about that baby going into foster care the baby not having a solid caring care system not having access to certain if we were pro-life you'd also be pro-public health you'd also be pro-public uh systems like schools you'd also be worried about this whole thing of like the police killing people if you were pro-life there would be there would be a lot more things to argue yeah. about other than an unborn baby. How about focus on the people who are already alive, oh. the children in foster care, the people living below the poverty line in America? We're not talking about anywhere else. We're talking about people in America who are continuing to struggle because they don't have public assistance, but we're so pro-life. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's 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 annoying. It, it, it doesn't. I'm gonna try to look for it. There was a TikTok I saw the other day that that nailed that same argument too. And um, I wanted to. I'll see if I could find it again and, and put it in the links. But it was like if you were um, if a fetus is a, is a child, then a pregnant woman should be able to write it off on the taxes. Like if a fetus is a child, a pregnant woman should. If someone hurts a pregnant woman, they should be charged with child abuse. Like if a fetus is a child, then went on with all these examples. Like uh, that should then the then the the father should have to part, start paying child support immediately as soon as the woman is married like, or pregnant. And so it went on with all, and I was like, man, that was a good one. And it laid out a lot of what you said just now. And it makes the argument, and it's crazy. We're sitting here talking about it. And like I said, it's like, it almost hasn't sunk in. Why are we even talking about it? Yeah, like, I, can't, I don't understand. I cannot believe. And what is scary about it is like, like this, this is a rights crisis that we we are currently in yeah and what's scary about it is that for the people who it doesn't affect there will be other rights there that are going to be affected mm -hmm. you think they're stopping at abortion yeah. no we like gay marriage just oh. got passed nearly five years ago in 2016 yeah. it was 2016 yeah. before gay marriage yeah. was federally legal and we're talking about this is only 2022 yeah. and if yeah. you think that these these republicans or not you know these far conservative people these writers are going to stop at that you're delusional they're trying to take away the rights of yeah. non-white people, non-white straight men. Yeah, that is. They're Sick. trying to protect yeah. non-white supremacy. Yeah, they really are. And it's really insane. And it's old white male rich supremacy, too, because they will give up poor white people, poor white women right along with it whatever does not go into and it's crazy like that's the foundation of this country it was it was built by property owning wealthy white men and they for 400 years are like death grip on this shit like relax it, like it it really blows my mind and yeah the next dominoes or chips that could fall could be gay marriage gay sex interracial marriage um and, and it just, I mean, what's it, next? I mean, that's not like, far it, off. It, it feels like. It's really not. Like, yeah. I saw a tweet 
that I don't know how I feel about, but it was a tweet. It was like most imp- like most successful empires have lasted anywhere between 200 to 250 years. And um, the United States is mm-hmm. at year 245. So really, the way this is going, there's only one solution and it's going to be turmoil. And it's going to be and it's going to be a civil yeah. something or other. I don't want to call it like, you know, we're on the Internet right now. I don't I ain't trying to be flagged by no FBI or nothing like that. But, <laughs> you know, like niggas are fed up. And we have been for years and years and years and years and years. Like something has to be done. And a lot of times I feel bad because I just feel defeated before I've even started the battle. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just born into this world the way that it was. Right. And we're getting to the point where we're at that age where it's like, what can we do to change it? And really the answer is drastic. And I don't really think it's what people are expecting, but mm-hmm. the the way that the the government is running right now, it's going to take drastic measures, and and we haven't talked much Absolutely. about this in any of the next episodes. But you know, y'all need to be preparing here and here for for some serious change. And subtle. <laughs> I was going to say everyone to be exercising the current right that they are enforcing heavily, which is your yes. two-way right to purchase and but, own a firearm. So that's the one, that's the one say, loophole they're giving us. The Second Amendment doesn't always work the same way for us brown people. Okay. So it's... It, it, it does not. So it does not. So if I may elaborate on that, for all of our brown people who are listening, we do currently have a 2A right to purchase a firearm. I think when it comes to the carrying of a firearm, brown people should look, should be very, very, very careful. But my thoughts are this, and we are on the internet, so <laughs> if I disappear, y'all, it was done. <laughs> but... Um, so I think as a black, brown and black person, like I'm not interested in carrying. I don't, I don't want to save anyone. I'm not interested in being a hero in a public scenario. I don't think there's going to be a shootout anywhere I'm going, but I do feel like with the state of America and the way things are going, and if there is some form of upheaval or uprest, I would like to protect my home and my family in such case. And as brown and black people, we are, shh, shh, don't let the government hear you now. We are the fastest growing group of gun owners, are black women. And for that reason being, you can keep a weapon in your home. There's nothing wrong with purchasing ammo and purchasing weapons. And as brown and black people, you should also make sure that you're well-versed with the laws of your state. Make sure that you regularly train yourself. Make sure that you regularly go to the range and make sure that you hire another uh, instructor that you trust that is of a black person. There's a, um, just like they got an NRA. There's a black national um, African-American gun owners association where you can find local people that will help you learn the laws of your state, learn how to purchase. If you don't have a record and you don't have anything like that and you are legally able to do so, I would, yeah. I have been, I and think look, everybody y'all, else should be too. It's, it's scary and it's depressing, but we're not going to let that turn down our like 
energy of life, our pride month and every month following, right? So we think about it, we stress about it. And I know it's hard not to with everything going around, but really honestly, like the more that we take care of ourselves physically and mentally, the the more prepared we are to to deal with the outside world. And as black gay women, we deal with a lot of shit anyhow. So it's like, you know, we we may have we may have yeah. built some really tough skin and but honestly, you know, always checking on yourself, reach out to your friends and your community and build around you because you know, even if the government don't care about you, we got you. We got you. <laughs> For sure. We do. We do. And we're going to wrap it up soon. Speaking of supporting our sisters, um, everybody prayers up to our sister, Brittany Griner. She's got um, her detention in Russia was just um, extended by six months, but she does have a court date on Friday. Uh, as of the time of this recording, it'll be Friday, July 1st. Um, and so prayers up for Brittany Griner. We're going to bring our sis home. And yeah, real world be hurting, but that's why we're here. That's, that's why we still live. This that's podcast. why we still love. That's why we still work for the future. Yeah, to give fresh, um, to give a fresh listen. Sometimes we're gonna, you know, it's hilarious. Sometimes we're gonna touch on some real stuff, but hey, that's what that's part of that's part of being gay, black, and queer is also yep. with all of that. No yes, one has to twerk on Man, that's it. Sometimes you just want to twerk. Yeah, and just a little Baby. quick little update about some of the stuff to look out for for us. We already told y'all about our fights. But we also have some other projects that we are working on. Yep. Um, so I'll let you plug your little OnlyFans, talk about it. But <laughs> go on. What's up? We ready for the OnlyFans plug, yo. Let's go. I'm super excited. Um, for those of y'all who do follow the social media, by the time y'all listening to this episode, y'all, I've been creeping it out a little bit. We're going to make a big launch. I just signed as a creator for OnlyFans. I know the first thing everybody asks me is... <laughs> Are we going to see some titties? No. Y'all not going to get to see my titties. I know everyone's disappointed. Are we going to be able to see your girlfriend? Everyone's really <laughs> Everyone got much more excited about my girlfriend's titties. I was at Pride all weekend. They was like, we're going to see her titties. I was like, we going to see her titties either. Damn. Maybe. I've been talking to her about them because there's a lot of requests. No, we're not going to be. It's so only fans hired me on because they are trying to revamp the platform and going to try to let people know that there is more to the site than just um, adult content and adult followers. Um, you see a lot of other celebrities and other athletes joining OnlyFans, just doing legit behind the scenes stuff. So there will be real life stuff. You guys will see behind the scenes of Pride and behind the scenes of the other projects I'm working on. I've been doing a lot of video editing and t-shirt designing and I've been doing coaching and sem- I've been doing a lot of projects outside of the Octagon that I'm going to get to share with y'all. And then of course for the MMA junkies, uh, all my UFC fans, I'm going to do a lot of behind the scenes UFC stuff too. I'm going to bring my cameras with me into the locker room you'll get to see what fight week is like you'll get to see the ufc hotel and a lot of behind the scenes to that ufc preparation so there's gonna be a lot of cool content on the only fans we're gonna do exclusive only fans merch so that's my plug on only fans we're gonna put a link down below for you guys uh, make sure y'all subscribe to only fans and subscribe now because while it's early i'm making my page free but once we start rolling we're gonna start having to 
chip away you know at them, them pockets to make yeah, sure y'all get yeah, it big now. stuff, big stuff. And on my end, I am slowly but surely making progress on my very first book. So for some of you who don't know, um, I'm yes. a poet. And I have been working on publishing my first book of poetry since probably since 2020. So it's been a long, it's been a long journey, but we're slowly but surely making, making really, really good progress on it. And I'm really excited and I'm really hoping to launch by the end of this summer. So please keep an eye out for that. I'll be posting all over social media about where you can purchase the book. Um, it's got a lot of black queer content, yep. honestly. So, and if you're listening to this podcast, you'll probably relate to some of the stuff that I write about in this book. So, um, you'll hear a lot more about that coming up soon. Um, I'm getting my first copy in the mail very, very soon. So I'm really excited about that. So y'all stay tuned. Um, Look, I don't have an exact date, but when I know, I'll let y'all know. Y'all be the first to to let us, uh, for y'all be the first to know. I'll let y'all know. And we've got some other travels coming up. um, But we'll talk more about that soon because we got some stuff coming up. We got a big, big, a lot of great projects coming up for the next year. And we're really excited to share them with you guys. Yeah, I'm super excited too. Um, I'm excited for Yasmin's book. I've heard the poetry. She's read it to me. Um, it's really deep, really good, really powerful. Um, so proud of you. Um, I know a lot of people probably look from the outside and be like, you know, at least in my community, a lot of MMA people know me and be like, hey, where's this sister of yours just popped out of nowhere? I'm like, what? Man, Yasmin's been around since the beginning of time. But it is, it is more than just a martial arts connection. Super proud of you. Super mm-hmm. proud of um, you as an artist overall of all the different forms of art that you do theater and poetry and martial arts um so yeah i'm super excited for that book too um i'm gonna put yasmin's link down there for y'all too so everybody who's listening on spotify and watching on youtube make sure y'all check out those various links um make sure you follow yasmin for when that book drops it's gonna be it's gonna be fire yeah so super excited i'm glad we can do this little um catch up with y'all uh, we've we've been missing our listeners. Um, I miss recording the, por- the podcast every month, um, but we, we couldn't go all summer Definitely keeping y'all dry. We had to give y'all a little something, um, keep us posted on all of our stuff. And not on Pride. We can't be we can't be queers and Quan's podcast and not drop something yeah, on Pride. Stay tuned so for next season. We're gonna get it out. Um, we got announcements for next season coming too. So. Oh yeah, next season. Yeah, next season we're going to have a nice little new setup. We're going to have a little bit more video content. We've been mostly audio up until this is our first real video bonus episode as Queers and Clowns podcast. So we've definitely been grinding. We're going to give you all some good stuff. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have a nice layout to the to the podcast. So um, make sure y'all who have listened thus far, spread the word to everybody to binge this yes, summer. Yes, ma'am. You already know coming soon. All right. All right, y'all, let's get it. Thanks, um, all our Cruising Crimes listeners. Um, this is Sajar. We're out, Thanks. and we'll see y'all soon. <laughs>